It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Causeway Street Podcast. I'm your host, Joseph Pavone. Joel Pavone. Mr. Sean Dutra. Hey, this is Leon Poe, man. You're listening to Causeway Street Podcast. What's up, y'all? This is Kenny Anderson. Hi, this is Tyler Zeller from the Boston Celtics. And y'all listen to the Causeway Street Podcast. All you new listeners out there, I'm your host, Joseph Pavone. I'm joined as usual by my two co-hosts. I'm Sean Dutra. What's up? Sound yeah, like talk about walks yourself. on the B. There you go. Joel Pavone. What up? I'm a Pisces. <laughs> the most romantic. He leads off with that. The most romantic sign in all of the Zodiac. Oh. You couldn't tell by my voice already. Oh, sexy. I'm the producer of this ensemble that we call Causeway Street. In case you missed it. You're listening to Causeway Street. Enjoy the show, man. It's always good. Where are we going? You guys are such homers. It's your boy Tero here. You're listening to the Causeway Street Podcast. Now listen to my boys Joe, Sway, Joel, and Sean. As we proceed to Welcome back into your favorite Celtics podcast, the Causeway Street Podcast, with your hosts, Josue Pavone, Joel Pavone, Sean Dutra. Just the three of us this time around, fellas. What up? No guests this time, but that's all right. We're used to this, right? That's how it used to be, right? Before people liked us, before we started having guests on. <laughs> before we had friends. Before we had friends. And we told people, you know what? We're going to do this one. Uh, we're going to do this solo. So Before people started invading our podcast. Before they started invading our podcast. But you know what? We don't mind it because last episode was great. We love it. Episode before that was great. So we'll get those guys back on at some point. And we'll also get other guests in the future like we usually do. But 
really excited about this episode because I want to talk about what went down yesterday against the against the Bulls and how the Celtics showed how powerful they can be on the defensive end and how if they're able to keep up with that intensity throughout the regular season, I think the second seed should be no problem for the Celtics. It should be theirs for the taking. Hopefully. Hopefully. But this is what they got going for them. They got a lighter schedule compared to the Wizards and compared to the Raptors and everyone else is on top of the uh, Eastern Conference, minus the, the Cavaliers, which I never really realistically saw them grabbing the first seed. Of course, that's everyone's dream when they, got, when they got that close. It's still in sight, but realistically, let's look at them holding on to that second seed and you know, facing the Pistons, <laughs> facing the Pistons in the first round, or whoever may be in that second, I mean, or that seventh seed, and I think that's going to put them in good position to to go into the second round. So we'll, we'll break down uh, yesterday's game. We'll talk about what, like I said, the the defense and and what they need to continue to do in order to keep winning these games, especially this upcoming week. We'll also look ahead with Sean Dutra and the upcoming schedule. And it's pretty as it's put it this way: the schedule is as light as you can imagine in the NBA especially come uh, mid-March. So, like I said, the schedule is in their favor. So we'll, we'll get into that. that. After that crazy road trip, it better be in this. Well, we'll talk about that a little bit. <laughs> we'll talk about the blowout <laughs> against the Nuggets. We'll 15. talk about what went wrong in that West Coast road trip and see if the Southerns can make sure that those uh, shortcomings don't happen again. And then we'll wrap things up with In Case You Missed It, like we always do in every single episode of the Causeway Street Podcast. But, um, all right, you know what? Let's, let's, go down, let's, let's go down that road first. Let's talk about that Denver game. And I want to ask you guys this. Do you guys think that that was a game where the Celtics just didn't have it that night? They were just lazy? Or do you look at the schedule and say to yourself, it's a five-game road trip. You went to Denver, the final stop of that road trip, and they were just sort of didn't have the, enough energy or enough firepower to, to come out with a win. Which one is it? That was a trap game, man. That was a trap. That was, <laughs> that was a trap game. game. Like, Future, so was that, in the, Future was in the crowd on that game, man. That's Future a Future game? There. I think, Future was there. I think it was a combination of all those things you just mentioned. And you know how the Celtics match up well with the Warriors? I think this year the Nuggets just match up well against the Celtics. Well, the Nuggets aren't a bad team, That's what I'm saying. I just, I just think They're it's one of those things team. that like, the, the Nuggets, they just know how to play against the Celtics this particular season, even though it was only two games, but there were two blowouts. So you take that with a grain of salt. Did Emmanuel Mundier even play in this game? He did not. Damn, he did that's not. Like that's how good. That's how good the Nuggets were. Damn. Why do you keep saying his name like that? <laughs> he said the same thing last episode. I'm not. And Tim Tunis called you out. Tunis, Tunis is cringing right now. I'm not gonna change the way I am. Somebody wants their name pronounced. So you're deliberately way. doing it. I thought you were. Do- I thought you no. Just- it, it, I thought this was by mistake. Moodyate? No, it's Mundier, man. Come on. <laughs> what did he say last week? He said like. Mon- no, he's like he said Mundier, right? The Moodier. Whatever. You could combine well, his first name and last name and have a really good name. He's out of the rotation now, so he's not even in the picture. Hmm, that's a great draft pick. Got a DMP? He's been getting a whole lot of DMPs lately. And well, good. Jamal that, Murray's Jamal been their backup Murray, point yeah, guard. I was about to say Makes that, yeah. you feel better about Marcus Smart? Was that the same? That was a Marcus Smart draft. That was, yeah. I guess. Good tie-in. <laughs> I don't know if the Southerners <laughs> were looking at Moodier. Nah. Instead of Smart, but okay. But he was he was one of the top point guys. In that. I, 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 why the, we're not having a fucking discussion about Moody. You, you brought it up, man. No, no you guys just made fun that. of my my fucking my, the way I was saying it. That's all. Monday. Anyways, no. Okay, so what do we come off on that on that uh, on the road trip total? Two and three, which is frustrating because you're supposed to at least come out of that three and two. Three and two, and you beat the Warriors. You're only two and three. Tell me about it. That's bad. But you know what? I wasn't mad about that game. Were you? 
The Denver Nuggets game? No, the Denver for some Nuggets reason I wasn't because I was like I, they just had no shot to win that game. Well, I I think I think right now after we saw the Nuggets game happen, that was a debacle. It was Friday night. Attention really wasn't on them that much. Like last game of a, of a five game road trip where the NBA is taking you all over and you just mm-hmm. end up in Denver and you're like, all right, we got to play this game before we go back home. Let's just do it. Five games in one week. I would have been so much more. It, w- it would have felt like a, a much worse loss if they didn't come out the, against the Bulls as they did yesterday. Because it seemed like the Bulls were the team that were coming off that five-game West Coast road swing, dude. They played worse than, than the Celtics did against the Nuggets. They scored 26 points in the first half. I was watching the game. So, so to tell you about my day, let me tell you about my day. No, but uh, I, was, I, was at, I was at the bar. My girlfriend's Dominican. She was like, put the freaking Dominican baseball game on. They're playing Columbia. The world, the, the world, world, world baseball, baseball classic. classic. Okay. Yeah. So she's all like, and I'm like, yeah, that's, the that's how she speaks, right? That, no, that's that's the noises she makes when she watches the baseball. Ah, she, gotcha. It's fucked she up. She acts like the noises in the crowd because that's all you hear is like, and I'm like, Joe, do you want to? You know what? Keep going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get into it. Okay, that doesn't sound like the baseball crowd. It sounds terrible, but okay. Oh, the crowd you're talking about? That's yeah. what I'm talking yeah, yeah, about. Oh, I thought you were talking about that. No, what she no. sounds like. It's like it's what like, the fuck is wrong with you? Why would no. I say that? She's a beautiful me, woman that speaks well, no, I don't perfect know. English. I thought let you meant that's what she sounds like. No, let me let me She let was me. just making those noises. She was like, hey. Uh, I thought you me, were saying like her speaking and cheering is what is what it sounds like. All right. Uh, Joel. Let well, me clarify. Go ahead. It's like when you're watching the World Cup. In soccer, <laughs> yeah, and you the, constantly the, hear this, the horns, like there's like swarm of bees, yes, and like you know different, just these different noises. That's pretty much what you're trying to explain, right? I know I say some outlandish stuff I mean, sometimes. Two two Hispanic clubs going at it. Going of course, their fans are gonna they're not gonna sit there quietly and go go team go. No, they're gonna everyone's got they're, that. They're animated. Everyone's got that enlarged. Tin can with the ridges on it, <laughs> or, or a tambourine, or whatever. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> <sighs> Anyways, shout out to our Latin listeners. <laughs> yeah, that was a that was an awesome game. So, but, but anyways, anyways, so she had the one TV on the top, so this game was on the bottom, and I was trying to watch, but then like they almost scored two points in the first quarter. There was like only like a minute and a half left in the in You're the talk about the Bulls now, right? The Bulls, okay. And they almost scored two points. They ended up with I think eight. Atrocious. They they are a bad team. And you know what? The Celtics did lose to them right before the All Star break. But I, if they if they do make their way into the playoffs, I'm not worried. I, I was, was worried con- a little bit. That was controversial. That was controversial. It was controversial. It was controversial. Well, it was it was bullshit. That's what it was. That was not a foul by Marcus Smart in that game. I, that I don't want to talk about that again. But um, but yeah, I think the Celtics came back off their five game road trip. They 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 played really well. The reason why I brought up the other game is I was like, well, I think the Celtics got this, and I watched this amazing baseball game that freaking happened uh, in the World Baseball Classic. But I mean, Dwayne Wade had I think um, six points at halftime, and it was like half the points the the Bulls scored or something crazy you know, he like fi- that. He finished with eight. Yeah, I mean, between him and uh, Jimmy Butler, they combined for what thirteen points. Yeah, that's I mean, an they were just aw- not an a awful factor team. at all. They're yeah. an awful team. <laughs> you you want to know? What he finished as a plus minus negative thirty seven, <laughs> negative thirty seven. Like that's that's really hard to do you know for what, someone who only played what he only played twenty five minutes. You know what that means? You have Jimmy Butler, you have Dwayne Wade and Ray John Rondo, and I know they're all big personalities, but they have given up on their coach one hundred 
percent. That oh, team yeah, is absolutely. dead in the well, water. Did you, did you hear what Dwayne Wade said afterwards? That we're all in this together? Pretty much saying, like, we're all. It's the coach, not yeah, us. The, yeah. That and the fact that, like, if this is a sinking ship, well, so be it. We're all going to sink. We're sinking with the Titanic. Until That's they it. trade Jimmy Butler. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> the Bulls are the type of team that if you get out early on them, which is what the Celtics did, they're like, all right, this is not our night. And then they right. just close up shop. That's, yeah. what it, that's what happened on Sunday. Well, yeah, so I mean that—that's why I'm—I'm I'm legitimately like. Actually, this brings it back to the bigger point you started to talk about is the reason why I don't want the the second seed, and I think the Celtics should be shooting for the first seed is to avoid those middling teams that could give you a hard time in the first round. The Bulls ain't one of those. I—I—I—they're I, I, not one of them. They—they are a barely playoff team. They're probably gonna—they're probably gonna lose like ten straight games after this game. There are three games out, two games out, something like that, two and a half. It's, there's like three or four teams battling for like this, the last two spots Yeah, in the East. The Pacers, the, <laughs> don't the, look, the don't Pistons, the Bucks, and the Heat. Don't right. look now, but they're now in 10th. Yeah. Right. They went from falling out of the playoff picture to below the, the Miami Heat. You know what's Ironically like, enough, the mm, team that Dwayne Wade left mm, to right. go and uh, try to chase a ring. You know what's ironic about the Bulls? Against elite teams, especially in the East, like the Cavs and the Raptors, and, and and the Celtics, they had two wins against the Celtics. They have three wins against the Cavs. They have two wins against Toronto. The only team that they can't – well, they have one win against Washington, but they're – Who, uh, Chicago? Like, yeah, Chicago. They've beaten uh, the Warriors. They've beaten the, the Spurs, but they just can't beat, like, the sub-500 teams. That's because they suck. <laughs> they have 17 losses against sub-500 teams. All right, well, let's talk about the seventh seed. Right now, it's, bad. it's, the, uh, it's the Pistons that hold it, which I think would be a great matchup for the Celtics. Yeah. I, I think they should be able to beat the Pistons. Yeah. I mean, if uh, Caldwell Pope doesn't go off, no Marcus <laughs> Morris though. Marcus Morris yeah, though. Marcus Morris, but Cal- like Caldwell I, Pope is more. I'm more worried yeah, about that guy. KCP, but he's so streaky. So he's the type ICP. of player that like, I don't see him sustaining that type of you know production throughout an entire seven game mm-hmm. series. Could be the Bucks, which we saw how that happened in Milwaukee. Which I would worry about the Bucks. I, I mean, would the worry Bucks about would be the Bucks a tough little bit. Seven, yeah. tough seven game series. I mean, we may get a better idea by the end of the season because they do face them one more time before the season ends. So I mean, Chris we'll Middleton's coming back. He's been he's been uh, balling lately. Yeah, he's been balling lately. But he's been like they've been like easing him back in. Like when he gets, I think it's playoff time. He'll be back full strength. All right. Well, let me ask you this though. What do you think about the Pacers? Because they're right now they're in the sixth seed, but they're only they're they're only up a game ahead of the Pistons. You never know with the with the Pacers. Pacers. It's Pacers six, Pistons seven, Bucks eight. Who's nine? Heat and then and then the Bulls. The the Bulls Bulls are now tenth. Who's five? Uh, the uh, no the Hawks. The Hawks are smack in the middle. Raptors at four. So we're talking about, what, two games between four and – or no, four games between four and six. Hmm. So pretty much One the seed. Hawks and Raptors, they could swap. They could switch. Yeah. They could switch. The Celtics, Wizards, they're sort of, you know, neck and neck, neck obviously. And neck. Celtics and Wizards are neck and neck. Mm. And the uh, the Raptors are three and a half games behind the, behind the Celtics. So hmm. chances are the Raptors – or Hawks could could swap four and five. Yeah, you need and that Celtics two seed. And Wizards could swap. You need that two seed. You don't Pretty even much want that. That's what I'm saying. You want the two yeah. seed because you're going to be able to to not have to face. I think they could take the to Wizards. not have to face uh, uh, the Pacers or f- you know if they fall to fourth, you're either facing the, the potentially the Raptors or the Hawks. Well, I think I think if you're able to nail down the two seed, you get whoever's seventh, right? I think Miami's going to take that eight seed. I, I really have that feeling. They're tied. They're tied for for second, correct? The Celtics. The Celtics. Well, they're tied they were, for second. Yeah. Okay. Tied as of as of Sunday. Two games back mm-hmm. of the Cavs. 
they're both both teams are two and a half games behind the two Cavs. Two and a half. All yeah. right, Cavs play as we're talking right now. Well, the Celtics are forty two and twenty five. The Wizards are forty one and twenty four. But they're tied statistically. Wizards are technically right. ahead, but here, the standings are tied. Here's my thing. Do okay. What's an easier route? What's an easier route for the Celtics? The Cavs drop a couple games. You end up getting the one seed. You take on the eight seed in the Eastern Conference. Let's just say it's the Heat, right? Yeah. That means that you're playing the winner of the Hawks Raptors series in the second round. That's a tough series. Because the Raptors the, are going to win, so it's going to be a tough series. If you get the two, yeah, yeah, I think we're right. But, I think I think either one is going to be tough. But no, no, no. But I think, but I do think that if you get the two seed, you play a little bit better. Let's even say you get the the Pistons or the or the Pacers, whoever, and you're able to beat them in the first round. I would much rather, as a Celtics fan, take on the Wizards in the in a seven game series than the Raptors in a seven game series or the Hawks in a seven game series. To me, like yeah, they may have had our number where this year we've played bad down there and played okay up here. I would much rather take on. And this is getting ahead of ourselves because we still need to win the first round series. But if if it's a one versus two, that four versus five matchup, that's seeming like it's going to be a battle. And someone's coming out battle tested from that round. And it's probably going to be the Raptors. And if I could avoid the Raptors until... Both those teams are battle tested, though. Right. They've been far well, in the playoffs. The Hawks were battle tested until they got... Millsap's the only person that's battle tested on that team now. All right. Well, I mean, well, they got rid of Teague. They got, I mean, Teague gave us trouble. Horford gave us trouble. Yeah, Millsap gave us trouble, but that's the that's only guy's down there now. But, Sean, if the Celtics are playing defense at this level, though, I'm not concerned. But yeah, the problem is that they have nice to be able around. to do it on a consistent level. I mean, we saw it against the, the the Golden State Warriors on this road trip, and that's the biggest reason why they won that game. You know, that wasn't – yeah, they put together a 15-0 run, but it was the it was the defense that triggered that run. The, for, the forced turnovers. Yeah. I mean, it you, was crazy. Hold, you, you had, hold Clay and Steph to one point combined. In the fourth. In after, the fourth. After the huge third quarter that they had. Right. That put them ahead by, by, by the start of the fourth quarter, and then they couldn't find their offense. The Celtics were, were all over the backcourt, whether it was the bigs or whether it was obviously Avery Bradley and Jay Crowder, a combination of both. And before you know it, the, the Warriors are the, the stars are on the bench with like a minute and some change left, yeah. or, or not even less than two minutes left. They were they were already waving the white flag. I mean, I, I can't remember the last time the Celtics beat a top notch team that badly, where they not only beat them by double digits, but their coach, the the coach of the opposing team, was waving the white flag before the I'm gonna, before the one minute mark. I'm gonna get off topic for one second. What's up? But I think that Celtics loss could really have some lasting effects on that Golden State Warriors team, man. You think so? so seriously, I think they did drop another one after the Celtics. Well, they 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 rested Draymond. Steph yeah, what and was, Clay what was, against what was up with that? Because, the they had, because after the Celtics, at the Celtics game, they played Minnesota on Friday, and then had to play the Spurs. And then on they had Saturday. to play the Spurs on Saturday. Yeah. So, oh, does they, the schedule tough, man? No, no, all, all, all I'm saying, <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm explaining. The league schedule is tough. <laughs> so it's not I'm just, explaining, it's not I'm just, just explaining what the happened. Celtics, but they lost to the to the Timberwolves. Yep. And then they sat everyone against the Spurs, and obviously we saw what happened against the Spurs. And little a little tease. I have a little in case you missed it on I. Godala and then and, and his coach's decision to rest his all stars. <laughs> yeah, that shit was crazy. I can't <laughs> wait to get into that shit later. But um but yeah. no no I, I really feel like, you know, even though even though the Warriors may be reeling right now, that's still a great win for the Celtics. If you can if you can stand up and say I beat the Cavs and the Warriors in a two week span, mm. that shows you that not only are you are you able to like play up to your competition? Because I think that's a big thing for the Celtics. They they've been known that they can compete with anybody, 
But to beat the Cavs and the Warriors in a two-week span, right. that's legit. In my opinion, the one seed, I've talked myself out of the one seed in the last 20 minutes. But <laughs> I think I think the, I think the Celtics the Celtics need to push for the best possible seed. They need to be like the Warriors were last year where they just keep pushing until the end. I don't think they have, but this is a different scenario, right? It's not like you have the best team in the league obviously and you're just trying to break a record that really means nothing. But you the, the Celtics need to push to get the best possible seed because they're not as talented as these other teams that have that have been able to rest their players. Like you look you look in the Warriors rest three of their players and the Spurs rest a couple of their players and then the Cavs are less resting LeBron. Right, the Celtics can't do that. Like right now is your time to make up those games. You need to capitalize on those games where LeBron's sitting out. You you'll watch John Wall and the Wizards. They will sit out a couple games because that that ba- well Bradley Beal. I think I think they're in the same boat as the Celtics. They, right. can't, they can't afford to rest anybody. I understand, but Bradley <laughs> yeah, Beal will especially at least right sit now. Out. They're yeah. on a five game winning streak. I mean, yeah. They're killing it right now. Yeah, yeah. They're, not, they're, they're technically the hottest team in the East. They'll have now. to sit out Bradley Beal though because he's injury prone as fuck. All right. Well, is this was this game against the Bulls? Then, like, a, is this a fluke? Because I mean, they, they forced 17 turnovers. They had 14 steals. I mean, the, what I love the most about this about this game on the defensive side was um, how the bench stepped up. You know, you had a bunch of steals. They combined for what five steals. You felt like everyone was involved. I feel like the rotation is now official. You know what I mean? Like you got Olenek, Smart, and Brown. They're the first ones off the bench. Rozier. And Drebko contributing minutes, you know, and I think everyone is falling into their role at the at the perfect time because, like I said from the top, you have a light schedule ahead of you. You got 15 games left. 11 of those games are at home, and you're playing 11 uh, sub 500 teams. I mean, yeah, just you wait till we it, look ahead. You have it. You have it made. You know what? Let's do it then. Let's let's look ahead because I mean, we, it's not, it's, it's, well, it's, I want to make one point. There's not the much we can talk about this Bulls game because it's. It was um, all Celtics. And, I want to make one point about the rotation. and the Bulls are not in great shape. You know, you got the from from the reaction from after the game. Obviously, their head's not in the right place. So maybe it was a fluke, but at the same time, the Celtics may have needed this type of performance to carry on and and, and take care of business at home and then go on the road. I'm like, I see, Sean, I didn't say any teams. I just said yeah. where Ho- they'll be. No, well, I hear Ho- you. Hoiberg is not the right coach for this team. No, Hoiberg Ho- 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 oh, yeah, is a great he's, coach he's for like the, a D two college team. He's out the door. Yeah. Hoiberg would have been better for like a young up and coming team. I don't know, maybe like a like I'm still confused why maybe they, like a Minnesota or, or those type of teams. But yeah, this is a team that's veteran filled and, and a, a, a franchise that's trying to make a run in the playoffs. I don't think he was the right coach to to take over. I'm, I'm still confused on why they traded Taj Gibson away. Yeah, for 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 <laughs> Payne, I would say Cameron Payne, which he was like the, the leading scorer for the, them. He was the leading scorer though. <laughs> no, but he's not an NBA player. He sucks. He can't dribble. He can't defend. No, he wasn't the leading scorer. He had seven points. Huh? He sucks. <laughs> he was a, he was a, what the fourth leading scorer <laughs> with seven points. He oh, was, was the he? fourth leading scorer. Uh, I I confused. Who was it? Was Lopez? Who was it? Who was the second guy? Oh, the rookie, uh, Valentine. Valentine. Den- Denzel. It wasn't. It wasn't Payne. I could have swore it was Payne. Is that Lopez? What's up with Jonas Drebko? What's up with Jonas Portis? What did what's he? Up? What's up with Drebko? Why? What did he do to get? get I don't know, man. That mask fucked him up. I don't know. It fucked up his uh his his sweat. Yeah, I I think. What game was it where he got hit in the nose or in the mouth and he started bleeding? And then, like, a couple games later, I feel like he got, like, a concussion. And, like, no one talked about it. He got out of the, He left the game and 
And then that, that, that was the then afterwards it was the mask. Days. Yeah, they're trying to keep that on low because if yeah. the NBA finds out they catch one, then yeah, he's I gonna be out for the next month and a half. That's like that's like the Scalabrini thing a few years ago. Remember that where he was like yeah, with the headband. Yeah, with the headband. I mean, I'm not, I'm not like the biggest Jonas Drebko guy that I th- I like think that he's like I like, a, him. I, I, I like him. him as a as a, as a, as a role call, player. Once you call him, but, you call him to you know to do something, he'll do it. But he's been awful. He's been awful. And now now I I will ask you this: Has he lost favor? In Brad Stevens' offense, I think he has a bit because I mean his minutes are taking a hit because of the way Jalen Brown's hit. playing. Yeah, you, you can't ignore what he's what he's doing on both sides of the floor. Kelly Olynyk has stepped this game up. I mean he's he's playing over twenty minutes now because of how well he's he's been performing. He's but this was the guy that they plugged into the starting well. lineup last year to get a spark. Mm. Like is is Jonas Jarebko? Is he? Well, he did start a few games this year too. When they well, I'm saying no. Yeah. Recently though, the past oh, recently, like yeah. the past like two three weeks since he came back from that that you know whatever happened to him where he had the mask on, <laughs> I don't remember the mystery injury. Yeah, the I mis- got you. well he he got hit in the face and then he came yeah. out with a mask and everyone's like, uh, I think I think his nose was broken. I think, I that's think what Stevens is just riding with the hot hand. Man. Yeah, just got to go with it. I mean, Jalen Brown. So we're we're all okay with with Jalen Brown taking. Those Jarepko minutes because Jarepko's yeah. the no, guy. The better question is, are you okay with it? Because we're okay with it. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sean, I wish you would have seen what he was doing before the before the game started. They were playing um, uh, Poison. <laughs> I saw this. I saw the Causeway snap. Yeah, yeah, they were playing Poison, and like he just looked straight up like out of the nineties with the with the high top fade. He looked like kid. He looked like kid. <laughs> Like it was 1992 again. He, he literally did like a kiddish like dance. He needed someone to like you know kick with him a little yeah, bit. Yeah, exactly. Right. He was looking for someone. He's like looking around like no anybody. Uh, no, everyone's like well I don't I don't even know what you're doing right now. Yeah. Like uh, it, it just reminded me of what you always say about how he's like a hipster. He's probably like you know he listens to nothing but 90s rap and and, and doesn't uh he, he's like he's like the, he's like the main character from like that a, movie Dope. Yeah, I was about dope. to say. I was just gonna say yeah. what yeah. was yeah. that movie? Dope. 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 Yeah, yeah. That was a great movie by the way. It was. That was a good movie. But I think if I got with my friend in real life, I'd fucking hate him. Yeah. 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 We could tell. Yeah. We'd all hate him. We, no, <laughs> I think only you would. Nah, I don't <laughs> you, know. You would be like, dude, why, why are you wearing that? If I'm he's quoting '90s hip hop, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I like '90s hip hop. No, but I'm saying if he's quoting that, that's I, like it. That's I, what he lives by. It's better than the shit is out right now. So now, I don't want to like the old man on oh, the podcast. Oh, I see. I see how this is. This conversation is going. Oh, so you don't like Jalen Brown? So you don't like Nas? That's what you're saying, no, I Sean. Didn't say, I didn't say that's all what that. you're saying, Sean. You don't like '90s hip hop. You, you ain't paying a trap called Quest. That's I what, you, that's say, what I you're saying. I didn't say all that. Oh. No, I, I see what you're saying because I would yeah, love. Obviously, I would love his taste in music, but he would seem like kind of a, like his his personality is a little dull. I hear you. Yeah. Yeah. He would be kind of like. Yeah, I mean, you, you've beside, seen his interviews, right? He, he would be like he would be that guy who like who like preaches, you know. Like how things need to go back to the way they were yeah. like all the time. I, he would be I, like a downer. I would be like, yo, we're like, we're all fucking a little bit buzzed, getting a little bit, feeling good about ourselves. You put on some future and be like, yo, this fucking track, track is bumping. He's like, this track sucks, man. I'm not going to listen to this bullshit. <laughs> it's like, I get it, man. It's not like as good as it used to be, but it still fucking bumps, right? right He's like, right. nah, man. Nah, this is fucking garbage. <laughs> What's wrong say, with you? And he take it personally. Be like, "What's wrong with you?" He would he would say Kendrick Lamar and and, and J Cole are just like overrated or something. They're like, yeah, yeah. They, they're all right. Like, yeah, he, he no new rapper or no one from the last five or six years would impress him. I hear you. Anyways, but but this is the bigger point I want to make. So yeah, Jalen Brown is a douchebag. All right, make your bigger point. Then we we'll get into we'll get into uh, look ahead. Look ahead. So Jalen Brown's a douchebag. Point number one. What's I, point number two? 
I don't want to call him a douchebag because if I met him, maybe it's, maybe it's different. But I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. I have this. I think it's like I, the furthest thing from a douchebag. But I've already I've already established an opinion on Jalen Brown because of his shorts, because of his high. Many top. many opinions on him. Right. Because of his third pick, whatever. But this is the bigger point. This is the bigger point. Not as in control, but okay. Jonas Jarepko was a great player in the in the, in the playoffs last year for the Celt for the Celtics, right? And he could be that again. But do you trust Jalen Brown to take minutes away from a proven NBA veteran who has shown that he has that knack to make big plays, that knack to hit big shots, and the fact that he was able to step in last year when I was hating on him. I was hating yeah, on him hated so much. Yeah, when we were at the Causeway. But then when we watched him play, I mean, Jonas Repko showed that he can step in and take those big time minutes. So I'm not saying that it's not a possibility because Jonas Repko was still on the team. But here's here's my question. Is Brad Stevens giving Jalen Brown minutes now to see what he has? Or has he already like figured out like I need to play him more because he's proven this on a practice floor? It goes back to what Sway said. He's riding a hot hand. You know, I think he's going to cross that bridge once he gets it. What if Jalen Brown doesn't do well in the first couple of games? Then he goes with Jarepko and the drip. You know, it's just I think that's just the way it is. You know what else though? I, I think the fact that Jalen, I mean, um, Jonas Jarepko, he's the type of player that he's going to be ready to to step yeah. in. You know, I don't think he's the type of person that's going to be discouraged. You know, we we saw that last year. We saw that you know he wasn't he wasn't in the rotation until like the tail end of the season. Yeah. He went into the playoffs as a rotation guy when. When uh, the, the roster was, was was wearing thin with the injuries to, to Bradley and to Crowder, he had no choice to put him in, and he was ready to step up because he was just getting into that rotation. So I, I always feel like Jarepko is always ready to step in and, and do what he has to do, whereas other players may have, you know, they, they'll be discouraged by, by not being in rotation anymore, and then that would affect their, their performance. I, I plus, just... plus Sanja was giving you nothing. Olenek was giving you nothing. Yeah. So it, it was kind of like... He's a, he's, you're the last guy up. Let's see what you got. I mean, I mean, I will. And Jalen's going to have a short leash, too. I mean, if we're talking yeah. playoffs, like, obviously like, he's going to have I, a short leash. I will hope he has a short leash. I mean, he's been playing really well of late. Like, But we're talking playoffs, though. I hear yeah. you. Yeah, like, like, like if you if, if he drops the ball, he's going to be out. You yeah, know? Like, it's like Gerald Green, too. Gerald Green can give you a spark off the bench see, at I, any given moment. Gerald Green has gotten zero minutes over the past couple. I know, but. You you've seen when he's when he when he puts him in he gives you something he doesn't give you nothing. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to hate on J- uh, Jalen Brown because he's been playing very well of late. And it's growing pains. It's growing pains. I did say at the new year that I said this is when you play Jalen Brown, see what he has. Right, put him out there. You practice enough. See what he has. See what he can, pl- can give you. But I mean, I, I don't know. Like sometimes when he's he, he was on the court with the starting lineup and he's not like focused on. Being like uh, a guy that they're relying on, he can play. Okay. Uh, Jalen Brown can play okay, and he can, he can give you that that spark. And his defense has improved. I'll give you that. But when I'm when I'm when I'm watching like the bench and it's led by Jalen Brown, that's when I think we get into a little bit of problems. Is that he's not ready to take that role? And as much as we want to say it, I mean, in the playoffs last year, Jarepko was the leader off the bench. He was a yeah. After the, after he became a starter though, he was he played some. I mean, it minutes. was smart, right? Yeah. Smart, and then Jarepko, yeah. right? And that that was that was your that was your guys that were coming off the bench that yeah, were making the, your team. Your better. usual guys off the bench weren't giving it anything, right? So I think it's good to have Jalen Brown. It's not a it's not a bad thing, but I, think I it's mean, good to have a deep bench too. So, but I'm just saying, let's not piss off Jarepko to the point where I don't think he looks at it that way. Nah, I I just, I just feel like. 
I I feel you know what I feel like I feel like last year he didn't look at it that way, but after what he did last year and when he started this year out at the beginning of the year, Jarebko was was key to our success in early in the year. Well, he could be in because Jalen Brown too. didn't touch the floor. He could be in a little drought too. I mean, yeah, got hit in the head. I mean, just got his mouth fucked up, shaking up those cobwebs. Trying, man, and so that then, concussion protocol, man, fucks everybody up. When you're just giving those little five six minutes here and there, it's not enough time to. To change the coach's mind and be like, Coach, remember me? All right, so here's here's the conclusion is Jalen Brown has ruined Jonas Repko's career. What do you guys feel about that? <laughs> I don't know about that, bro. <laughs> <laughs> way to find way to just dig deep into into trying to find something to to, to knock Jalen Brown about. All right. Count on Dutra for that. I, I and lo- you can count I on Dutra to look ahead. I love Jalen Brown. Anyways. Sean Dutra's When you look ahead. Let's Okay, so we've looked ahead last week, and that was that was tough. It's crazy. Celtics' schedule gets a lot easier, which is great. And I don't think it could get any easier if you ask me. Yeah, I mean, Especially pretty much, pretty so much, saying. pretty much. This week is every time that I predict the Celtics going to be three and zero. Eh, I would confidently say three and zero this week. Like, like I know I never have to put money on it. But and it's just like my no, don't do it, don't do it. It's just, just like my integrity, which I can I can just you know no, no they're gonna lose on Wednesday. Don't no, don't do it th- because you're saying it. They're gonna th- lose on Wednesday. They're gonna do it. Just 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 tell us. All right, Look Wednesday ahead. the Kevin Garnettless Timberwolves come to Boston <laughs> and they and they uh, no Zach Levine, Levine no coming Zach, to the door. Zach Levineless <laughs> Timberwolves. Tayshawn Princeless. Yeah, the Tibbs Timberwolves. Wally Zerbiak ain't walking through that door, fellow. <laughs> Ricky Davis ain't walking through that door. Nope. And Troy Mark, Hudson ain't walking Mark through that door. Blount isn't walking through that door either. <laughs> Man, Tunis was saying all these Sam all Mitchell these ain't walking Suns through that door trades either. that yeah. happened. Tim Bulls gave us a bunch of fucking players too. They gave us the biggest player of their franchise yeah. <laughs> ever, and and their and their like second biggest player in that like era. Like Wally Zerbiak was like there. Yeah, he was that dude. You're right. He was there like. He was like, "Don't worry, Kevin. We got Wally." And we, oh, well, Kevin was like, this, "Sure, this dude with the spiky fucking hair and the flat foot motherfucker that can't run backwards." Can't run. <laughs> is, is that a thing? <laughs> oh no, that's you not remember? A thing. Don't act like you oh, don't remember. Oh shit, <laughs> you were there. Oh, you were there, Sean. Shit, and the pointing like as, as if he's like directing people to go certain places. Like motherfucker, just get on defense. <laughs> But he would, only, he, would, at? he would only do it after he made a basket, yeah. only afterwards. You know? uh, when people, you know, the, the, the PA was saying his name, he points there, go, get on defense, guys. That a, was me. He's an analyst now <laughs> for the New York Knicks. Hmm. He is. He's been doing that for a while. I have a Wally Zerbiak uh, in the Celtics uniform with a 55, mm. a, like, figurine dude. I thought you were going to say jersey. <laughs> well, I'm surprised you would have a Wally Zerbiak. No, jersey. I had a Wally Zerbiak thing. I picked it up at Savers a couple years ago, and I left it at a party. It was a big party, and... Every mm, four to five months, I'll get a picture of Wally Zerbiak doing like a random party thing, like dunking into like a beer pong cup. You have found the weirdest like <laughs> gathering of like worthless crap over the years when it comes to like former Celtics players. Um, uh, you know how you, hard you it hope was? Tyreek Evans goes off in his second <laughs> tenure with the uh, with the Kings. Oh, that shit. autograph was it a basketball? Yeah, uh, yep, autograph basketball. That autograph basketball. And by the way, he put, he put up twenty eight, six, and five the other night, man. He's coming back. <laughs> there you go. It's the old Tyreek coming back. 
<laughs> he's going to be a cornerstone for that franchise. You know how hard it was for me to walk by? Uh, who the fuck was it? Oh, shit. Oh, there's a, a random fan running on the court right now. Oh, what? Oh. What? Hey, who were there? Hey, this ain't soccer. What the hell? Oh, shit. He was clothed, though. He was clothed. <laughs> he's going to go smack LeBron. <laughs> It's on ESPN too. That's why. That's what it is. Oh, I hate when they they, they change the camera angle. They don't oh, I know. It just and they stop. They just stop talking. They just don't even know what to say. It's like if no one is running on the floor right now. <laughs> Nobody yeah, is on the floor. Oh, we're having some technical difficulties right now. <laughs> they just start talking about it. All of a sudden, they just start reading an uh, ad. It's, it looks like there's some rain that's coming in on the uh, arena now. The, the referee stopped the game, and I don't know well, why. The referee just took a personal timeout. Oh, well, they're, they're calling the a they're calling a foul on. On oh, nobody. We're gonna go to, to Sakakis and see what the hell's going on. Kyrie Irving back with the ball. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, we're back. <laughs> Nothing happened here. Anyways, um, dude, I can't I can't remember what what basketball player it was. It was like a mid nineties power forward. Oh, that I love was playing like, this game. Go ahead. No man, More I, hints. I, I I sent you. My, I was I was at fucking Toys R Us. Me, me and Sway's dad plays this uh, this game all the time. Oh, he's, always yeah. trying, he's always constantly trying to remember somebody from the nineties. But go ahead. And, and if you don't guess it within like the next like ten minutes, he, he starts getting like frustrated. So you have to like really start <laughs> digging. You have to start digging into your memory bank really hard. Uh, Come on, man! Give us another hint. Yeah, one more hint. I think it was. I think it was. <laughs> oh yeah! By the way, the, the person you guessed that, that that's right had nothing to do with his hints. Yeah, <laughs> talking about my dad. <laughs> He's it like, was, yes. It was like a white center from the nineties. Yes, yeah, so he'll say that, and then I'll be like, oh, uh, I'll start guessing and guessing, uh, and then I'll be George, like, George Ostertag. I'll be like, <laughs> yeah. the only one I can think of right now for some reason. No, no, he'll say like that would be Greg, the description. Greg Ostertag. And then you'll say like you'll say like uh, John Sally. He'll be like, yes. <laughs> Like that, he's black, Dad. That wasn't even. That's, Dad, that's he was on the best hint. damn sports show. Period. You watch him every goddamn night. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, that show that was, was awesome. Close. That show was awesome. Leading up to the that show was leading awesome. up to the uh, Sunday's game. Yeah. That was a great. I just love how it was on every single day for like six hours. Tom Arnold like, all the time. All right, Tom Arnold. Yeah. All right, man. We're <laughs> we're, right. Off the, we're off the Royals. So Timberwolves come to the Celtics on Wednesday, which is two days before. Trap game. Oh, St. Patty's Day. No. No? Okay. No, there ain't no trap games no more on the schedule, man. Just ask Celtics are just looking at it as they need to win. But Tibbs, Tibbs ain't fucking around. He, he's, he's still trying to make that, that A's playoff spot out By west. By the way, I got to give a shout-out to Sean Grandy today. He had one of the best tweets of the game. When when we go uh, right at the start of the second quarter, when the Celtic uh, the Bulls put up the what eight points in the first, yeah, he goes just a, just a reminder, all you guys, this team fired Tom Thibodeau because <laughs> 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 well, and then he goes back into the action. Oh, I love yeah, it. His transitions are like just, impeccable, man. Uh, nobody likes Fred Hoiberg. Let's just be honest. <laughs> Anyway, Friday, Friday for all you Irish motherfuckers out there. It's my day, man. It's my day. Let me have my day. Like you're not one of them. Let me have my day. St. Patty's Day, baby. (laughs) Who's going to New York? Me. Not me. I am. All y'all motherfuckers going? Oh, we'll be in Brooklyn. How'd you guys go on the tickets? This might be a a mistake, man. No, we'll be in Brooklyn. I can't imagine. I've never been with you on St. Paddy's Day, so this might be a mistake. You've never we'll been see. with me on St. Paddy's no. Day? No. You guys going to BK? Well, no. You are in for a treat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. You wanted to so do this a I... while back, and I was thinking, you know what? Yeah, let's do it up. And then, um, man, we got tickets last week. Thanks to the SeatGeek app. 
they hooked us up, man. What I love about SeatGeek is, is that they have so many options. The mobile experience is just seamless. You, you get the app. You can buy and sell tickets, by the way, and it's just two taps. All Easy. Right. Very easy to use. You get the very best prices, fully guaranteed, because they have a lot of different options from different uh, different companies that are selling tickets all in one app. So it makes it very easy to use. Now, time out. You bought the tickets. I bought the hotel. You bought the tickets. I so did buy the tickets. That's how true. easy was that shit? It was so easy that, you know what, that, that it's just the app. The app makes it just seamless. You know, the seamless mobile experience. Yeah, I mean, like, it, it, it saves you time and money because you can search multiple ticket sites just by using this app. And uh, you can also get $20, a $20 rebate if you download the SeatGeek app and use the promo code Causeway. Did you use it? I did not. <laughs> but, uh. <laughs> only your first purchase. But I forgot. And it only works for your first purchase. So, guys, do not make the same mistake that I did. Make sure you use the, uh, the promo code Causeway. And all you have to do is go to the settings tab, add the promo code. Uh, Seeker will send you $20 rebate. And uh, all you have to do is enter the promo code Causeway. It's the easiest way to buy tickets. I was able to do it last week. And it's now, it's now going to be the only way I buy tickets. From from this point on, there we go. You know what I'm so really I can't feel wait to like, I can't though? wait to go ahead to Brooklyn, man. You know what I really feel like? I feel like you yeah, saved a lot snaps. of money on tickets when I paid full price for the hotel. I really feel like I got duped out of this deal, man. Because he used a SeatGeek app, hey, man. Hey, that's, hey. Mess, that's, that's messed up. First of all, it's going to even out, and second of all, <laughs> you better buy me your drink. brother. Your brother's gonna be there, so it's not oh, like I bought two tickets. I got three tickets, yeah, three that, tickets, and I got them at a great price thanks to SeatGeek. That night is gonna be lit, though. I'm a little concerned, man. Am I gonna have to? Uh, it's St. Patty's Day, bro. Gonna be some interesting snaps on uh, the. You know, no, I hate being Snapchat. the guy to say like, Sean, I, I think you're good, man. Like, uh, is that gonna happen? Listen, shh, don't tell nobody, but we're we're going without the misses, man. Like, we're we're gonna be all right. Like, we're gonna be all right. Like, I'm gonna go balls to the fucking wall all <laughs> oh, night, man. man. It ain't gonna be a thing. St. Patty's Day, and this isn't a Boston so, uh, night out because you God know Boston. You all you ladies out there, there ain't is- gonna be no misses. <laughs> See, see, the difference between this uh, night and any other night is that this isn't a boss night. This is a Brooklyn night. But I figured Places it out. Places will be open until 4 a.m. I figured it out, hey. though. Places are open until 4 a.m. Make sure that you guys, nothing happens to you guys like what happened to me and Sway in Houston. I didn't want to talk about this. Yeah. But we ain't. Make sure that doesn't like, make sure that you guys enjoy yourselves in Brooklyn. I mean, I'm going to, I'm just, I'm just going <laughs> to. That's the last time I saw ourselves on the road. I'm just going to assume, I'm just going to assume that there ain't going to be no dogs around. <laughs> <laughs> gonna scare the fuck out of me, and there ain't gonna be and no, no crazy Uber drivers. Yeah, yeah. I feel did like you tell the, that story. No, you told the Uber story. Man. I told the Uber the, story. You didn't tell the dog story. I the did not. Uber, the Uber drivers in Brooklyn. They <laughs> that, better, did, that didn't happen. They yo, better be awake. Yo, you gotta tell that story by the end of the season. But <laughs> oh my I God. will say this. I will say this. I figured it out. I, still, I figured I still, it out. I still have the scars, by the way. But that's another. That's another story. <laughs> I figured fuck it out. What did you figure out? It's gonna be alright. What did you figure out? We're going to be decked out in Celtics gear. <laughs> but it's St. Patty's Day. So people think we're from Brooklyn? So it's fine <laughs> because after the game, everybody's going to be wearing green. We're going to be fucking fitting right in, dude. We're just going to be going out until whenever we want to and be all right. Not until they hear you speak. The listeners, if you <laughs> have it. Not until they hear me speak, say, Paul Pierce is the best fucking Celtics of all time, motherfucker. <laughs> Thank you for the draft picks. You know how many listeners, times I'm going to say if, that that listeners, night? Listeners, if you haven't you done already, download, say that that night? download the snap. <laughs> 
<laughs> chat oh yeah account i mean uh, download right. follow us on i mean on uh on snapchat if follow you, causeway street on snapchat if you do all one weekend thing, long if you do one thing it's follow snapchat on causeway street <laughs> and for this, on that friday night for this special edition of that night it won't just be the game it'll be uh, it'll before be, after it'll be the rager that if there's happens. only if there's one place that paul pierce isn't liked it's probably brooklyn because of the what? because of the picks, no, well, no, yeah. no, no, he, no, those guys were fucking stoked when they got Paul they Pierce were and Kevin Garnett up yeah. when they got him. So if I'm like, if I got still had Brook Lopez, you still had Joe Johnson. I'm gonna wear a Celtics Markel Fultz jersey and just go to the game, man. <laughs> Get it customized. Maybe I'll use a Seat Geek app. You never know. <laughs> All right, so that's Friday. Uh, What's the, what, what team is next? And then, uh, so not only do we have the behemoths of Minnesota and Brooklyn, um, two of the worst teams in the league, you have the Joel Embiid list. Joel Embiid list? Yeah, Joel Embiid list. Joel Embiid list 76 is coming to Boston. The Ben no, Simmons in, list. No, in Philly, in Philly, in Philly. Lightest week I can remember. I don't know. No, has this has been a lighter in week my, in my throughout time, the entire regular season? In my time that I've been looking ahead. This has been the worst schedule throughout your tenure. Look ahead. I've been doing this for a long time, guys. And I'll tell you. Doesn't get lighter than this. This is the weakest shit I ever seen on my life. Is that right, Tommy? Well, <laughs> Welp. let me tell you. <laughs> let me tell you something. Oh, let boy. me tell you. Oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> hey Mike, pass me another drink. Tony Brothers. <laughs> You're not my brother. <laughs> He's definitely the said little that guy. More than once. He said that more than the once. The little guy. Uh, we need Tommy to just come look ahead for us. That's a horrible time. call. Uh, Mike Gomez, like, can you, can you please not smoke around me while we try to do the? <laughs> it's like Tommy. It's uh, 2016. <laughs> it's been 16 years since I've told you not to smoke in the Target Garden. Um, he's like, <laughs> I like to smoke when I work. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, no one will know. It's vaping. It's a new thing. You don't vape. Where's my damn whiskey? <laughs> it's all vapors. Everyone's fine with it now. He's just ripping a Marlboro Red. <laughs> it's vapor. I saw you <laughs> like They've that. They've changed it up over the years, Mike. God damn it, Tommy. <laughs> so 3-0, huh? 3-0, right, we'll baby. See. This is the one week I can be right. Well, what's your best chance? Well, probably my best chance since last week. And that's Sean Dutra's. When you look ahead. All right, Dutra. Thank you for that. We will see if oh, you're, you're right. Oh, you're welcome. We'll see if you're right. You're a goddamn If you're not welcome. right this week, you're, you're, there's, there's no chance you're going you're gonna to make yeah, that this, prediction this is my come week. true. This is my week to make it right. This is it. This is it. This is the, the, the week to make up all the, uh, the, Celtics the false play. predictions you made throughout the entire release. Celtics play so bad against bad teams, man. I'm a little bit worried. but Yeah, Kings. This is the week I'm worried. I think the loss against the Kings sticks out the most, in my mm-hmm. opinion. With no Demarcus Cousins. Anyways, all right, let's uh, wrap this one up. In case you missed it, you just said Demarcus with Joel, Cousins. He did. Oh, he came up. Hey, he you heard he about up. the good news? <laughs> he did. He did come up. Every. Hey, fun fact. Okay. The Pelicans are three and six since acquiring Boogie Cousins. Not bad. Their first win came when Cousins was suspended. Okay. Second win, he was fouled out of the game. Mm-hmm. And their third win. He was benched in the fourth quarter. <laughs> so, so far, so, it's been a great stint for the, with, with the New Orleans Pelicans. All yeah, but he was benched because they were, it was a blowout, right? All that means that be the case. is he's coming to the Celtics. <laughs> that window is still open. New Orleans is going to look at that 2019 Celtic, uh, 2018 first-round draft pick 
and just say, just give us that, and we'll give you Anthony Davis and Demarcus Cousins. No, that window I'm just kidding. is I'm closed. Just kidding. Demarcus Cousins sealed. Is no, it's not locked. No, it's not done. Nope. Boarded up. Boarded up. House's house on, house on sale, man. House on the market. Legitimately, still a chance. They may not want to sign him to that long term deal. They there's, gave up nothing for him. There's bars on the outside. They've <laughs> gave up. They they gave up nothing for Was him. Oakland. He, they are not on the hook for DeMarcus Cousins. He could still get traded. Somebody graffitied on it. He could still get traded. It's Compton. It looks like a Compton house. All right. Oh, now, now we're going to go Now we're gonna go the Compton <laughs> route, huh? Now we're going to just do that. That's where we're going to go with this. Oh, yeah. Is that funny to you, Joel? <laughs> Sorry, man. Just little fun facts. Oh, know, yeah. It's real, real funny. Real funny. <laughs> All right. Let's go. In case you missed it. Um, did you introduce me or no? Nah, you don't need no introduction, yeah, motherfucker. motherfucker. In case you missed it. All right, in case it you is. missed it. Here it is. Lamarcus, Coming at you. LaMarcus Aldridge, out indefinitely. The Spurs announced on Saturday after he experienced a minor heart arrhythmia. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah he will undergo further testing before it's determined how much time he will miss. For the time being, see what happens. Hopefully, it's nothing more serious than what it's been called right now. San Antonio currently, uh, as of Sunday, depending when you listen to this podcast, they are half a game behind the Warriors after beating them on Saturday. Oh, real quick. Yes. <laughs> them two in a series. Go say win, no matter what. Wait. Are we talking about, like, Aldrich and Durant both being out? Mm, no. One of them out? Who's in and who's out? Aldridge out, and Durant's probably back in, right? Because it's not going to be in the first round. Aldridge out. Aldridge, I think. If Aldridge is out... I'm going to give the edge to the Warriors, the slight edge. Mm, yeah, I mean, I I don't think Aldridge is going to be out. I mean, because then you're, you're, you know, Lee, Lee, Lee is, your starting, is your starting power forward. That type of stuff, I really feel like... David Lee, by the way. David Lee's... He's just well, he's just starting okay. he's just starting power forward. Spurs losing to the Blazers first round, then. That's, that's, that's happening. If the All Blazers right, make it, anyways... No, um, but no, but they're both in. You know, it's a it's a toss up. My thing about the the Lamarcus Aldridge news is it sounds like the worst thing in the world because we're all in this Chris Bosh like oh, that is going to be you out. Know, Jeff but, Green, right, in the past. But, but you were talking about Fred Hoiberg. That's why he retired early from the NBA. Not that yeah. he was an All Star, but I'm just saying that's a the mayor. A couple it's of scary. couple of examples of uh, of this. It's scary, and then it hits hard here because of Reggie Lewis. Are you giving me a reason not to make fun of Fred Hoiberg? Yes, I'm still going to do it. <laughs> Fred Hoiberg, the coach, is a lot different than Fred Hoiberg, the player. Okay. Fred Hoiberg, the player, could have made some threes. <laughs> Fred Hoiberg was like a, was like Steve Kerr, pretty much, right? D- get the fuck out of here. Or better? Oh, gosh. Way worse. Are you oh, okay. kidding me? All right, okay. I just want to see what the line was. He was like he was like uh, Steve Kerr and John Paxson. They're on the same wavelength. I would say Fred Hoiberg was like Randy Brown. <laughs> That's pretty bad. That's Randy Brown's he, like Randy he Brown, was the Randy third Brown, string guard. Not only that, he couldn't yes. shoot. Exactly. He was Randy Brown with a with a little bit of a jump shot. Hmm. I thought you were gonna say like Matt Bonner or something. Trust like that. me, Jesus. I made I made I made. I asked about the Warriors and the Spurs, and <laughs> we we're talking about the Bulls' third string guard from the mid nineties. Well, Randy Brown, he also Celtic. Former Celtic Randy Brown. He couldn't even play him for the Celtics. He yeah, barely played. I know it was bad, but I'm 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 still thinking that. Uh, the sit next Aldridge. to Bimbo Coles. <laughs> Bimbo. 
B to the bimbo. Talk about washed up guards coming to Boston. Yeah. Tail end of their careers. All right, Joe, what else you got? I think LaMarcus Aldridge isn't as, isn't as bad as we all think. Okay, let's hope. I hope. All right. I got a good feeling about this, too. Cool. In case you missed it, Mr. Russell Westbrook recorded his 32nd triple-double of the season a few days ago, passing Will Chamberlain for the second most in the season. How many more does he have in his pocket? All of them. No, I mean, how many more triple doubles you think he'll do be- between now and the end of the season? All of them. I'm going to say... Does he hit the 40 mark? Eight. So that'd be the 40 mark. I'm going to say... How many games left? 15. 15. 15 triple doubles? 15 triple doubles. Wow. All right, 14. <laughs> Is he MVP or what? Yes, he's gonna he's gonna go on his MVP MVP run right now because right now he's still averaging a triple double. Well, the good thing is, and he's not leading the MVP. But OKC is in six right now and only a couple games behind fifth. So if OKC keeps climbing, that only helps his case, right? Because you got Houston, who's kind of been falling the last few games. And, and, and when we're talking about you know two MVP candidates, why you know you know what sucks is is us. We all suck. The media. Oh, oh. I was like, wait, Twitter. Are you talking about us, the Celtics fans, or some shit? Russell Westbrook has been doing the same thing every game this year. The same thing every game this year. And we're tired of it because we're so used to that new thing coming up. That's why he's not going to win the MVP. It's because James Harden's going to go off for like 40 points against the Cavs. I don't think anybody's tired of it. No, I think but, some people but, are just like, oh. It's just like it's happening again. It's because that's what he's averaging for the season. But if then you better vote him as MVP. If Russell Westbrook doesn't win the MVP this year, well, you know there's gonna be there's gonna be a few. There guys. should never be an MVP given ever again. Well, you know there's gonna be a few guys who vote for like Kawhi Leonard, Fine. or LeBron. Fine. And those are legit votes. If Russell Westbrook doesn't get eighty percent of the MVP vote. Then we got problems. All right, well, let me ask you this because this is something that came up, of course, on NBA TV. They've been talking about it pretty much all season. But within the last couple of weeks, it came up, of course, again. And uh, Isaiah Thomas, of course, Zeke, not this other player, he's his mentality is you have to win 50, your team has to win 50 games in order for you to, to be an MVP. Do you agree with that? Mm. It's something to think about. I don't no. necessarily agree with it. But look at the last, I don't know, 20 years of MVPs. Hmm. Haven't, they're all 50-plus game winners. That, that's bullshit. That, that is a cop-out not to vote for uh, Russell Westbrook this year. Doesn't mean he's not going to get any votes. He's just, that's just a, an opinion he's stating. He's not saying that like, that's a rule. Yeah, that's his opinion. <laughs> yeah, it's not, it's not a written rule. <laughs> no, right? you got to win 50. But no, that's his opinion. Westbrook is only 10 games behind the, you know, the rule of him. No, it's, it's, just, it's just something he's stating out. Isaiah I, mean, I Thomas, thought it was interesting because, you know. Yeah, it's interesting. I think like, it's interesting. Like, like Joel said, I mean, the last, I don't know, what, how many MVPs they've, their teams have all won 50 games. Yeah, if we all went by what Isaiah Thomas says. Um, no one would have voted for Larry Bird into the Hall of Fame. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? He would have made the dream team. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so you know what? Old school Isaiah Thomas, it's time for you to just chill out and just go ruin another WNBA franchise, okay? That's what you're good at. I wonder I feel, how long it bad. took him to get over that. I feel not bad going, for Not Zeke. being on the dream team. I feel bad for Zeke. You know why? Because... Everyone else that is like his level in terms of like skills and and people who who won multiple championships, he's still like down here. Yeah, because he's a dickhead. Not only that, but he's still down here. He's 
he's like the third string NBA TV analyst. You never yeah. see him on the main. You never see him. It's barely you barely see him on TNT. Because he's a moron. But <laughs> no, continue. Like if you're Isaiah Thomas, if you have any shred of media credibility, or not even media credibility, that's the wrong word for it. I mean, like a, a brain in your head. Uh, then you would be the number one analyst on NBA TV late night shit. They got Dennis Scott ahead of you because he's able to be like Steve Smith. Hey, Steve yeah, Smith. yeah, they're just they're just personable people. Yeah, I say Thomas. I like Steve Smith. He's really. I love Steve Smith. Yeah. Uh, me too. I like Steve Smith. I hate I, Reggie Miller. I can do without. Yeah. Uh, Chris Webber, I love. Chris Webber. Yeah, man. he's got a Weber, lot better Chris too Weber from, was from that, the beginning from when he first started. He would have been that fourth guy on NBA on uh, on TNT if Shaq didn't Shaq. come on. Yeah. I mean, we're yeah. going back in. We, we, know, we know how you feel about that. Run through the tape. Run through the tape. <laughs> that was hilarious. I love that. Uh, also, Team March, Javel. baby. Team Javel. Shout out to Pisces. In case you missed it, Dirk Nowinski put up 25 points in 24 minutes in a win against the Lakers, mm. and he reached 30,000 points. Bing, 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 bing. Chicken, chicken, winning dinner. The 38 year old. <laughs> think well, you that. Six players. That up. A little bit, yeah, just a little bit. In NBA history to join the 30K club. You got Kobe in that list. You got Jordan, Malone. Got some studs. Jabbar. A few studs. A few studs up in there. 30,000, huh? So he said last week, we, we talked about this early in the season. Last week, the Germans said that he plans on playing at least one more season mm. after this one. Really? He'll be 39. Says he wants to finish out at least his contract. I bet you he goes on beyond that. Yeah, I, I, I could see him doing at least two more. Some Germans, man, they don't mess around. They go, they go until the wheels fall off. What's the reference for that? Like, who who else? Name another German that's been, you that has placed it to the fourth. Look at the soccer, the, the national soccer team in Germany. Thank you. Oh, there's plenty oh, of them over the years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Why is that? They play what, like 40? five World Cups. <laughs> yeah. You got to be well in your 40s to play five World Cups. Oh, what's he just that? Shows Who's no, that guy that keeps? He, showed, uh, he hasn't close slowed down much. Close, close Yeah. He, he just, it, 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 he's, I, I've he's been forever alive. young. I've been alive for 28 years, and every year this guy has scored at least two goals in the World Cup. And he just comes out, and now he's just a sub, and it's like, uh, oh, is that no one Cla- sees, no one sees him until the World Cup. Yeah, it's just like close, close. Is that his son? No, no, no it's gray hair. Yeah. And then like four minutes in, you're like, oh, he scored. What the? <laughs> this guy just keeps going, dude. That's Dirk. Dirk is the close of friggin' NBA, uh, German NBA players. You know what else, too? Mark Cuban's not gonna let him just walk. No, he will never no, let him walk. No, he's like, no, no, we're gonna make one more run. Just yeah. sit tight. He's gonna be like. I'm, I'm turning 44 next month, man. I think I'm done. <laughs> He's like, no, man. No. Trust me. Like, I'll pay you another 20. He's like, don't worry. The Shark Tank money is going to come through. I swear. <laughs> He's going to be like, we just got rid of Barnes. Okay. We cleared up some cap space. This microwavable <laughs> shoe <laughs> is going to be the next big thing. We're going to make this work. We fired Rick Carlisle to save some money there. So, <laughs> come on. One more run. Okay, coach. And who predicted them to win that that championship? So we, you know what I mean. You, we never know. You, they could just put put a team together on the fly. Says he feels good and man. win another championship. Look what happened that year. They won it against the uh, against the Heat. Yeah, the I didn't expect them to go that far. They didn't expect to go that far. That was insane. And you know what? I think that's the recipe for the Celtics. Honestly, there you go. In case you missed it, the recipe. Yeah, they just need Tyson Chandler. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, there's no, there's no quote unquote top ten players on that team. Think about it. What yeah. team? Well, the team that won the championship. 2011. They knocked off the Heat. Dirk's the top 10 player. At that time? Yes. 2011? 100%. Maybe number 10. Yep. Nine or 10. He was, he, mm. 100% okay. Dirk was the top 10 player. All right, but who's the second best player on that team? Dirk. Jason Terry? Jason Terry. <laughs> Dirk. He's one and two. <laughs> one A, one, a, B. one B. 
Justin. All right, all right. Who's the second? Who's the second best player on that team? We've been over this. Jason Jason Terry. Jason Terry was like a top thirty-eight. No, Jason Kidd. No, no, kid was done by. No. I mean, he wasn't done, but no, he was pretty that, much was. that year. No, no. no Jason Terry Jason was number Terry. two. Jason, Jason Terry was number two. But Jason Terry also, and then and then like Sean Marion was still he was still getting. Yeah, oh, Marion had a good series. That yeah, was yeah, also yeah. like a strange time for the NBA because it was like, you know, oh, don't say the NBA sucked that time. No, the Celtic, the Celtics. Were we used like, to get into this in college, man. The Celtics, when we did our college the Celtics, show. The Celtics had their. Oh, the NBA brain. sucked at that time. No, the problem is no, the that Celtics, was the season. That's the season where they traded away Perk. Exactly. So, so like the Celtics had their reign and they were like there and they should have won, but then like the Heat, I think, were in that. Everyone knew we were going to take a year for the Heat, right? Oh, yeah. And then the Mavs just said, "Fine." No, they they this knew. Is it. They, they knew. They, they were knew capitalists. the moment. The moment they beat the Lakers, they were like, "Ain't nobody stopping us." Which is weird to say that that <laughs> they beat the Lakers. Yeah. That the Mavericks <laughs> with Dirk Nowitzki were just capitalists, but they just capitalized on that. They just capitalized. Because <laughs> he's German, is that way? Is that what you're getting at? I see what you did there. Just saying. Oh no no no. Oh. <laughs> but anyways, anyways. Um, Dirk would not say Donka in that situation. No. No, I love Dirk though. I'm so happy. You see his coach crying in the. In yeah, the, that yeah, was he awesome, got, he man. Got, yeah, he was. His he shooting was, coach. All of Germany was up watching that game. You know, oh, at like three dude, in the morning. That was great to see. So here, here, here here's why I topped this story. <laughs> okay, all right. In case you missed it, Andre Iguodala. Yeah, I ain't saying shit about this shit, dude. I ain't saying shit. I am not. Oh, all right, I'm not, I've heard about after that. the Warriors lost to the Celtics, nope. right? Nope. They went. And they lost to the Timberwolves. Derrick Rose? No. No, Derrick Rose was not on the, <laughs> on the team. That trade didn't happen. Okay. Right. <laughs> right, lost to the lost to Timberwolves. And then everyone played, right? So then they go and they lose to the Spurs on Saturday. Second night of a back-to-back. All the All-Stars sat out, right? Afterwards, Andre was asked by the media... What the <laughs> fuck did he say? Jeez. You didn't sorry. see what he said? Hey, no, that's why I'm trying to hear this. Yo, so I was asked, he was, he, they wanted right. his thoughts on why he thought Kerr rests Curry, Thompson, and Green against the Spurs. I saw this shit scrolling on the bottom line okay. of like NBA Iguodala, TV. Iguodala went on this whole like tirade, was using the N-word a few times, and finally answers the question. And he's, you know, quote, nope, no clue. I do what Master says. Ooh. Okay. After going on, like I said, an N-word filled tirade, and it's like, oh, you want the, the N-word to come out? The N-word's going to come out. That type of thing, right? You think that that was going to go away, right? Of course, they had to ask Kerr his opinion. Hey. Of course. Did you hear what? Uh, I would do the same thing. You're, you know, you're a finals MVP of 2015. Are you not going to gonna read what he said? <laughs> no, I'm not going to read what he said. <laughs> oh, you're going to You're to get me in trouble? <laughs> you're going to miss yeah, a lot I'm going to read. I'm going to read what Steve Kerr had to say. You guys got Andre, Kerr told the reporters. He says that Andre is one of those type of guys who likes to stir the pot and has a lot of cryptic messages at the same time. He jokes around. I didn't take anything from it. That's just Andre being Andre. They wanted to ask him pretty much the media, like, you know, how do you take that comment as, of like being like a, you know, slave master yeah. type of thing? That's something you joke about. Racially, you know. Motivated comments and a lot, of, a lot of the media have said that that that's like a jab at Steve Kerr and Steve Kerr is kind of brushing it off. I don't know how you brush something off like that mm-hmm. if you're Steve Kerr. What do you think? Because um, I, I can't, I, I can't read the whole quote. I just read that little piece well, of what Andre had. You Andre know, had you, you know what they say about jokes. 
You know, I don't. It's get, a little true to every joke, I don't right? Get so if, the if joke. he was, even if he was joking, which I don't, I don't think that was. The, that's not a funny. I, I think that's Steve Kerr's way of saying like, I, I'm not gonna go there. I'm not because anything I say is not gonna go over well. Exactly. So that's the card that he played and said, look, uh, yeah, he just look, he had to brush it off. He probably was bombarded by it. Probably Dude, didn't know about it. Dude, you just gave me the quote, so you're read, you you read it right. Um, get. It's so it's so uh, confusing that when Matt Barnes was asked about it, about Andre's comments, he he, he even he was like, "Whoa!" Like yeah. he literally said, "Whoa!" Yeah, I I have a feeling. <laughs> He's I, like, "I just joined this team." <laughs> <laughs> no, well, yeah. but um, no, you got Matt Barnes going, "Whoa!" Well, hold on, hold on. To finish, to, to, to finish my point though. Yeah, even if it was, even if that was the case, which I, I don't think it was. I, I mean, maybe he is the type of guy to joke around, but I don't think he. This is an instant when he was joking. You think it's a jab, though? I think uh, it one hundred percent is a jab. I, I think that he's sort of looking at the situation, saying like, "Look, I don't want to see us go to the second seed. I don't want to see us slip to the second seed. Why are we resting our guys? And maybe this is the type of locker room where guys like Iguodala and and you know bench guys don't necessarily have a say in what happens so maybe he's trying to say in a way and this is a cryptic message obviously <laughs> he's not saying it clearly but maybe he's it, this is his way of expressing his feelings about maybe Clay and Durant and uh maybe Curry he, maybe they all have a stronger say than the rest of the team there's three three straight what, losses what do you think? Sean's shaking on. his head no three what, straight losses what do you, think, Warriors, he, what do you right? think he means by it the first time I was gonna say in a couple seasons <laughs> Go ahead, say the joke. I was gonna say maybe he just maybe he just <laughs> It's like guess who? Go ahead, say the joke. Go ahead, say the joke. Come on. Maybe he just maybe he just finished Tell watching <laughs> Maybe he just finished watching Get Out, man. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, just got See? out of the movie. Just a little hee-haw, that's all it was. <laughs> all, right, all right, I'm done with it, though. I'm done with it. I'm going to say another one. Say another one. <laughs> Tell another. Tell another. We're laughing over here. What else you got? That's <laughs> why I put the table over. You racist motherfucker. <laughs> that's a good movie, by the way. Both I mean, of those movies. Uh, no. I mean, those look, movies. You gotta see Get Out. You seen Get Out yet? Uh, yes, I have. You saw it? Oh, yeah. We'll talk after. We don't uh, want to spoil it for people. Fuck both of y'all for not. Yeah, like, we can't even spoil it for Joel. I'm, I'm a big, I'm a big Key and Peele guy though, and uh, every time like everyone's like, oh, I just think it would be like one big skit. No, but but like they're like they're funny, but like the they do stuff that's but the, like interesting, but and then they the, make it funny. But don't like, you see the comedy in it? Yes, yeah, yes. Like it's like for me when I watched it, I was like. You know, how many times did uh, Peel have this nightmare? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, He's like, I got to put this on this I gotta is, put this on paper. This is his nightmare. He, just, he woke up about a thousand million times. He was like, oh, my God. He's like, this is a sign. I got I to gotta start writing No, this. no. Every time he wakes up, he writes another another script, another, like, you know, and scene. And, like, every time it just has big letters that says, get out. Like, that. He's like, there's got to be a title, man. It's going to be a title. That's this cool. is crazy though. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, I, so I mean, he's reading it for the first time, and he can't even. He can't. From the it. same team that allows this. That like, no, 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 I mean, I'm okay with him allowing it, but yeah. hmm. they also went after Shaq against Jamel <laughs> McGee. Yeah. Good point. Just saying. Yeah. I mean, if they're gonna be all tight-lipped, they better be tight-lipped. No, and... my my or my whole thing is like <laughs> or my maybe. whole thing is like is this is like is this like the beginning of like the collapse? Yeah, of the Warriors. I, mean, I was gonna say or maybe it's not that he's been excluded out of those type of conversations, but maybe no one has a say on what goes on. Maybe he finally like, just maybe like the he entire just team flipped his shit because he's the he's the. He's I the, doubt it. I think Andre Iguodala is gonna he's, be. He's I the think, veteran. I, he's the yeah, elder yeah. statesman. I think so. He's, I think he's been. He's probably I speaking think for the locker room. Of out of the loop, like I think this is him saying, like you don't think anyone right, else is though. You think I've it's just been him? here 
I know. His minutes have been cut. I was the finals MVP yeah. when we mm. won the championship. You're going to now rest these guys and I have to play? Yeah. And like, I, 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 okay, not only do I have to play, but I don't know you're going to rest these guys until yeah. game day? <laughs> yeah, until tip-off. <laughs> like, you're not going to fill me in on anything? Yeah. Like, that's probably him just being like. Remind you, Aldridge didn't play, and it was more like Patty Mills plays more minutes. Yeah. Well, they had. On a, the Spurs, you they know had, I mean? like. The Golden I, State's like, well. You shouldn't let LeBron block you in the finals. <laughs> <laughs> we would uh, be uh, two-time champions if it wasn't you. And you'd be in the loop on personnel decisions. <laughs> <laughs> but but they had a stat on ESPN or graphic. Don't expect us to pick up your player option, by the way. <laughs> by the way, you're, you're cut. <laughs> uh, but they had, a stat, they had a stat on ESPN or a graphic, and it just had, like, you know, awesome players. It had Kawhi, LaMarcus, Draymond, Kevin Durant, Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, and fucking Tony Parker, who all missed that game. Yeah. And it was like it was national 31 game. all-star appearances, <laughs> like three finals MVPs in like, that whoever, thing. Whoever bought tickets for that game yeah. was fucking pissed. That's the, <laughs> and, Some of the and, best players in the know, last, like, what, 10, 12 years. For real. And ABC just starts this Saturday <laughs> primetime thing. They're like, they've been blowing up all week. going to be legit. <laughs> they've been blowing up all week. Yeah, and it's like, oh, just. Just kidding. Um, all of the good players aren't playing. <laughs> like there's playoff implications. It's mid March. Must see TV. You know, little John's oh, commercials. Those, those, uh, yeah, He's like, yeah. turn out for the be- the two best teams in the NBA. <laughs> no, seriously, <laughs> the two best teams in the NBA. <laughs> turn <laughs> down, <laughs> turn down for Patty Mills, <laughs> Andre Iguodala. He'll probably be racial at the end of the game. Manager Ginobili. <laughs> He's forty. <laughs> That was probably the highlight of the game. What he said afterwards. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. That's insane. It's nuts. In case you missed it, I can't believe I didn't get in too much trouble on that shit. Uh, uh, we, we, we monitored that. In Go case on. you missed it, the Barclay Center, which is where you guys are going this weekend, Sea Geek, honored the late great Notorious B.I.G. Oh, with crazy. a seven with a number seventy two banner. That's the year he was born, and the quote: "Spread love the Brooklyn way." Nice, oh. nice. They did nice, that on nice, Sunday nice. night. If uh, for those of you who don't know, you've been living under the rock for the last twenty years. Greatest rapper of all time was gunned down twenty years ago this past week in L.A. It's just the timeless, timeless Biggie classics that I, I can't even like. I can't even just like pick one. In terms of like my favorite Biggie record, off the top of the dome, you know, unbelievable comes to mind. You guys heard at the beginning of the uh, of the podcast, "Who Shot You?" One more chance. What is your what is what is what is a uh, Biggie song that you guys like? Well, what's a you know one that you Oof, that that, that is, it's a must when you think about Biggie. You gotta play. Mm, well, my favorite, <laughs> my favorite is the. Uh, so they're many. breaking into his house and shit. Oh, warning. A warning. Warning. Yeah, 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 that's my, yeah, that's yeah, my favorite yeah. song. That's my favorite song. Oh, man. That's my number one biggie song. I don't even know if I have a number one. I have to think it's tough. It's three tough. or four. You said I that Method Sky. Man track was the one you... The what? Oh, the what? Yeah, the what's up there. Yeah, the what featured Method Man. Uh, Sky's the Limit's up there. Uh, man. This is a great question, man. I gotta, like, <laughs> I gotta make like a top five. I can't even we limit it down do to that. three. Like top, top five ten, Biggie tracks. No, top ten. Like, the what's up there though? The what is probably one of my favorite rap records ever. No, I mean those two what, just going back and forth. Him and Method Man. That's that's when like I I love that song, but 
I there's so many good Biggie yeah, songs. So it's, many. it's tough, yeah. but like, and you're like, well, you can't like just give like him and Meth like. Well, the just thing was, Meth, he he never has he never has people on his tracks. Yeah, that's true. You well, know well, what I mean? The, the he thing, was the only guest appearance on that record. I know. Well, that's what I mean. About, that whole album. The thing about trying to figure this out is because you sort of you're, you're you fall in love with the B-side tracks, right? I mean, there's, there's the singles like Juicy. Obviously, Juicy is like one of the oh, greatest rap records ever, ever right. recorded. Best. But you tend to start leaning towards those B-side records because you're like, that's always on the radio. You know, like One More Chance, right. obviously one of his greatest records, one of my favorites. That's always on the radio, but that's, you can't forget about that. So then like you try that. to exclude those and pick like the gems. The first verse. And the what is one of those gems in my opinion, man. Like That's just pure rapping back and forth, just bar for bar. Like yeah. They're just kind of like just going at it. It's like almost like they're, it's like they're battling, but they're not. They're just like taking turns and just having fun. One of the like dopest beats, man. That beat yeah, because that, that was a oh. meth. That was a meth was like on it too. Wrong. Like yeah, that was yeah. when he was like, he was like, yeah. Like he I, just dropped I'm, his first I'm album. Right like, Wu Tang. I'm right out. up there with Big. Yeah, he was like, exactly. It's like they're competing. Yes, That's what I love about was, the record. Man. They're competing, but exactly. like it's like friendly competition. Great record. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's. I'm glad you brought that. Yeah, because I was. You know what? I was listening to Biggie all day that uh, on March 9th. And I had to tweet that out. I was like, yeah. listening to it for like what, like a hundredth and something favorite. time. I was like, this has got to be one of the greatest rap records ever recorded. Man. No, honestly, in high school, any opportunity that I got that I could incorporate Biggie into a project, I was on it. <laughs> like in, in 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 English class, I was like, it was like ninth grade. We had to pick like a, a poem, a song, or like something there that might not mean a lot to someone else and you have to change the words and try to clarify it right so i took one more chance and i thumbed it down for people yeah, yeah. Sort sounds of speak. dope man <laughs> yeah. i changed the lyrics instead of as like i don't know yeah i'm gonna drop instead you of, a beat right now you decide all right uh, instead, of, instead of black and ugly as ever you were like um not so handsome yeah exactly exactly that's exactly what i did you know like navajos creepy and they teach but know. i'm still very confident in my ability yes. to make you yes. <laughs> to make you my girlfriend. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you had to like, you know, show like the original lyrics and then like switch it up, like your like your interpretation of it. I think we were doing like Shakespeare. You know how Shakespeare has like old English and you have yeah, to, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what we did. So then you pick you pick I your own uh, lyrics, your own lyrics. Yeah, or, or favorite song. Yeah, yeah, a song or a poem or whatever, something that you you could like switch it around and you know explain it the best way you could. Got an A on that. And that's I, great for the Nets to do that though. Yeah, that was awesome. Another a quick story. I'm sorry. I just I love Biggie. Um, <laughs> my favorite, favorite rapper quick of all story. time. I also I, I also wrote I also did a uh, a debate on who's the greatest rapper between Biggie and Pac, and I had to like come up with you know, pros, the pros and, cons. and cons of both sides, <laughs> and then pick pick somebody, and then like why I pick somebody. Another English project that was like 10th grade, nailed it. You pick Biggie <laughs> over Pac? I sure do. Mm-hmm. I sure do. What? I love Pac. You don't, huh? I'm not saying I don't love Pac. I love Pac. Nah, you better say this conversation for another time. But Biggie is a lyrical genius. Yeah. Uh, I, I, MC I, to the to the to the truest, the Pac's rarest a, form. Pac was a poet and an artist. To me, Biggie was the, the the better pure rapper. I don't know. That's my opinion. I've always looked at it that way. Yeah. Like anybody who could rap out the dome like Biggie. Joel's <laughs> English teacher must have been like. Again, huh, Joel? No, I just, right. I just feel like I'm it's not. A different years. It was I'm not like every year. I this argument with Joel, man. <laughs> I'm not gonna do this. I'm not gonna do this. I'm not even like that passionate about it. I would just give the edge to Tupac, but like just like a little bit of an edge. Like yeah. I'm not. But you know what? For this argument, Biggie's the best of all time, man. There you go. Not you even go. gonna get. Not even gonna go down that wormhole, man. We'll be there. Spread love the Brooklyn way. Exactly. That's awesome, man. I mean, when you think Brooklyn, most of the people, I mean, they think about rap. They think about hip hop. And to me, it's damn Joel. Biggie's number. 
Biggie's what you Call think that of. She's going on the road, man. You ain't even coming. Biggie's what you think of when you think of Brooklyn, in my opinion. I also think of Jay Z, but of course Biggie was Biggie before Jay Z was Jay Z. So that's uh, that's an amazing honor for them for to do that. Fallen St. James, especially because um, Jay Z is not a part owner anymore, right? So no, this no, is something not. that they did on their own. This isn't something that was influenced by by Jay Z wanting to do once this. once the Rock Nation was like, honor. Sports management thing, he had to give that up. He had to give it up, right? Because yeah, there would be a conflict. Did they have a Biggie night though on uh, against the Knicks on Saturday night? Did well, they? I'm not sure. Yeah. That'd be awesome if they did. They did. That's good. I don't know what they did, but they probably when they retired the jersey, my guess. No, no, because the, the the Brooklyn the Brooklyn honor was on Sunday night, so they played Saturday night. You said the Nixon. Oh, then it was Sunday night. Most, okay, that's been tonight. Uh, no, night. no, no. It was, yeah, it was last night. It was last night. They they uh they beat the they beat the Knicks. Yeah, they were inspired. Oh, see, I didn't realize who who the, who the Nets were playing. It was Biggie <laughs> night. Biggie night, man. That oh, cool. they should did that. What a better Friday. No, man, <laughs> that was nuts. All people in there for like St. Patrick's Day be like, this has nothing to do with St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, we'll get we'll, <laughs> but, get, right. we'll get a good pick. We'll get a but good right. pick of the right. retired jersey. Awesome. Well, this in case Ooh. you missed it is uh, brought to you by CLNS Radio, two of the Damn. best Boston C-L-N-S. sports coverage on the ra- on the web. Download the you mobile know app. We are the best. Download it on Apple. That's got to be that jungle on uh, your iPhone <laughs> and your Android. Make sure you follow us uh, on Causeway Street, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. Like us on Facebook. Rate us on iTunes. Yeah. I mean, you could just say, like, all social media. But well, right. yeah, yeah, okay, you're right. What well, about Stitcher? Stitcher. Tune in. iHeartRadio. We're all over the place. CLNS. <laughs> and that That's is it. Yeah. For. In case you missed it. No, you are the best. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You just got a good guitar riff going on. You got to get someone to record that. As you messed up my my Biggie band. No, we are the best. That's it, man. What? Yeah, man. Let me know. Let me know. Because you're a Tupac guy. I had no idea. This is new. This is new information. Because we know why. This B in the back. We know why. Why? You know why. You're laughing. Yeah, that's true. You know why. Why? Yeah. It's what just, the? F- it's just the way it is, man. Yeah, man. Just think of Andre Godala, and you'll know why. What? <laughs> no. <it's just> <laughs> All right. So Joel and I, we yeah. just- <laughs> I like always, Biggie better. Joel and I used to yeah. always get into these debates with. Our, you know, we went to school in, in, in the suburbs. suburbs. Yeah, the suburbs. all the time, like people just like always pick Pac over Biggie. I'm always like, it's just like a, a suburb, a Boston suburb thing. I don't know, man. Like that was always our thing. Don't pin, don't pigeonhole me, man. <laughs> I, that's why I would, I wouldn't go there because I know, like, you're an avid hip hop guy, and, and that's the same thing for other people too. We got into the base, but anyways, man, I can't believe it's been 20 years. That, that's just amazing. To me. It's one of those things that I when know, I talk, when I talk to Pac fans, it's always like. Oh, when I discovered Tupac, it was like this mind-blowing, life-altering, changing, changing thing. So I get it. So it's like Biggie had no chance. I get it. Exactly. <laughs> so it's like, once you rate him that high, I'm not saying you, you do, but I'm just saying the people that I had this conversation with, <laughs> when you rate him that high, there's no one taking that spot. I just think it's really funny. It's like, I knew I didn't want to say that because I knew we were going to argue about it. And I didn't even say anything else. And you were like, hey. We don't want to do He said that. It was, I'm like, uh, I know. Uh, I don't want. I don't want to say that because, Damn. I mean, <laughs> all right, Biggie. 
Well, I don't know. It, it's tough because obviously no. the ca- one has a lot, a, a, listen, a longer catalog. Listen, I will one say has this. a bigger catalog. Exactly. Yeah, that's true. I will say this. I will say this. But oof, I Biggie, love. Did you hear what Chris Rock said, by the way? I love Biggie. About the catalog thing, yeah. he said that he couldn't be the greatest, right? No, that he couldn't even be in somebody's top five because you have to. Have yeah, yeah, yeah. You know why he said that? Because he was promoting that movie Top Five. So of course, yeah. someone asked the question, and they were like, "Yo, you're from Brooklyn. How are you not gonna say Biggie?" He's like, he didn't have a, a big enough catalog. So that's a that's a valid. That's bullshit. I agree, but I mean, but said, it's a valid got, point. Some people will say that he's on. He was on other people's stuff. Like you got the Junior Mafia stuff. Don't get me started. Don't get me started. But you're gonna say big pun ain't hey. good because he didn't. I didn't small say that either. Like, that's what I mean. A lot of people say that. A lot of people said, "Hey, hey." Some people say the same thing about I don't know Larry Bird. Oh, his back injuries. Oh, big that pun, he could have been. He could have been considered big the pun. greatest if he if he didn't have those. Big uh, pun was one of the best pun. lyricists yeah. of all time. Big pun, big lyricist pun, big pun is up there. Specifically, yeah, I give you that. Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna have a special podcast. We're talking hip hop. Let's do it. He ripped. We should. He ripped Latinos hard. You know, can't. No one's ever gonna be a big pun. No one. No one's ever gonna. Yeah, I think. Yeah, you're exactly right. Exactly right. Same thing with Biggie. No one. There'll never be another Biggie or Tupac. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the thing. Well, that's the thing about comparing rappers from the golden era of rap because it's like we know a lot no of one had their own time. Everyone was just sort of doing it at the same time. Yeah, like Jay had his time where he was guess he's on top, but like yeah, it wasn't like a. Monumental time in hip hop, right? You it was like I mean? a morning time, right? yeah. It was like, like it was like Jay was like, hey, like a couple years after Big he's Pass, always, he's always got left. Park Pass, no, <laughs> yeah. but exactly. No, but hold like, on, hold on, no, not like, yeah. not like he, he was killing it, no, but, but like, but real quick, between like 98 to like 2003, yeah, he killed that. Jay. I know, I'm not saying he did it, I'm not <laughs> okay. saying Chica he held did it down it. six summers, <laughs> yeah, Chica held it down six summers. Damn, I know, where's love. <laughs> but no, I hear you. I hear what you're saying. But that's why people. That's why people say, "Oh, if, people, people are like, oh, if Big didn't, you know, if he didn't die, no one went on Jay Z." I don't agree with that. I think Jay Z would have still been around because he was already on. But obviously, what's that the, song the, with Jay and Big? The playing field evened out when he when he uh, when when he Talk spiked Brooklyn's finest. Brooklyn's finest. Yeah, I love the dough. But Brooklyn's finest. What you want? Song. Oh, what you want? I forgot about that song. All right, fellas, we can keep going all night. Oh yeah. So let's just wrap we're this one up. To, we're supposed Hip-hop. to be done talking. One this love. has been the episode. <laughs> this has been the episode of what? Rap, Celtics defense, and Sean predicting that the Celtics actually has a good chance of seeing the Celtics sweep the week. We'll ow, see what ow, happens. Ow, ow, ow. Oh, but real quick though. Also, we'll be in Brooklyn, so that should be fun. Brooklyn, it'll be K. It's not every week Causeway goes on the road, so it's nope. going to be fun. Biggie was quoted before he passed that he was going to retire in 2000. So he only had like. Three more years left. Yeah, Jay Z said gonna retire in two thousand three, <laughs> and he did. He just and did a record with Beyonce like a month yeah. ago. That's a great track, by the way. I love that track. Shining, track. shining, shining. I'll say this shining, though. Shining. I don't think Biggie would be rapping right now, but I think he would have. Probably would have put out another three or four albums. You know how many future beats I hear that I just think like she just made beats for fucking Tupac, man. Every fucking beat. See, Pac is someone I think would have. There's just a lot of DJs that forever. did that anyways. If you listen to any of like Biggie tributes on the you know the, his day that he passed away, yeah, a lot of people took I'm today's beats and put his lyrics the on it. The beats have made progress. Yeah, lyrics. <laughs> it's gone the other way. Yeah. It's like, all right, we're out of here. Until next episode. See you guys right. in Brooklyn. Yeah. See you guys in Brooklyn. Brooklyn. See Ellenness. <laughs> Big forever. First things first, I pop freaks all the honey.
dummies, playboy bunnies, those wanting money. Those the ones I like, cause they don't get nothing but penetration. Unless it smells like sanitation, garbage, I turn like doorknobs. Heart throb never, black and ugly as ever. However, I stay coochie down to the socks. Rings and watch filled with rocks. And my jam not in the Mitsubishi. Girls pee pee when they see me, never floor creep me in they teepee. As I lay down laws like island coppets. Stop it, if you think they're gonna make a profit. Don't see my ones, don't see my guns, get it? Now tell your friends, Papa, hit it, then split it in two. As I flow with the junior mafia, I don't know what the hell's stopping ya. I'm clocking ya, Versace shade watching ya. Once the grin, I'm in game begin. First I talk about how I dress is this in diamond necklaces. Stretch Lexus is the sex is just immaculate. From the back, I get deeper and deeper. Help you reach the climax that your man can't make. Call him, tell him you'll be home real late and sing the break. Uh. I got that good love.